Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Flow, and this is the fifth and the final episode in the series of the dangers of secular music and Hollywood, and I hope that previous four episodes as well as this one uh, has been informative uh, and eye-opening and has caused you as a parent or grandparent, uh, uncle, aunt, older brother, older sister, uh, church leader uh, to, I hope that it, that has opened your eyes enough uh, to cause you to want to dig into this even deeper and get the, get the word out because Satan is very crafty, as the Bible explains him to be. Um, Satan is a lot of things. Um, he's evil and deceitful. And the list goes on and on, but he's not a dummy. He's very crafty, very cunning, very deceitful. And if we're not watchful and if we're not on the alert, then uh, he can even cause us to slip up and fall into his snares that he has laid out for us. But in the uh, previous episodes, we have bringing out events, concerts, uh, singers, musicians, uh, actors, and we've talked about songs and albums, a lot of your albums as the the era I grew up in the 80s a lot of your heavy metal hard rock albums had a lot of Illuminati imagery which I was a young kid so didn't really pay much attention to that had a lot of satanic uh, imagery a lot of your Masonic things going on there you know from artists like from you know bands and artists like uh, Black Sabbath and you know, Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, Motley Crue, uh, Metallica, um, Guns N' Roses, um, even Van Halen, ACDC, uh, list goes on and on. Then in the to the the nineties, you know again you had Metallica that was real big and uh, you had um, Nirvana. Alice in Chains, uh, your Pearl Gems and your Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden and Linkin Park and all of those bands, satanic imagery, a lot of your lyrics, these songs was very demonic. And um, we often, you know, I used to wonder why that these multimillionaire singers, actors, musicians, and whatnot, why they, why a lot of them took their own lives. Because, you know, in my, in my line of thinking, I, I saw them as rich. They were famous. They could, um, they could travel the world. They had homes, like multiple homes, uh, and these homes weren't shacks or 
anything. They're, they weren't small by any stretch of the imagination. You know, they had swimming pools. They had cars up on top of cars. They were riding in limousines, and people were just in awe of them. So they had fans, and they uh, they could pretty much do as they pleased. It just as an observer, you saw that's what you saw. At least that's what I saw. And and all these guys are, and women would sometimes get down in the dumps. They would get depressed and get into drugs and alcohol. And then before you know it, they would take their life. Uh, such in the case as Kurt Cobain. Um, such in the case, I'm kidding, think of his name. But he, he was one of my favorite bands. Of, but uh, the lead singer of Alice in Chains, the original lead singer, uh, the lead singer of Lincoln Park. Uh, you had, um, you know, even the, the lead singer of Soundgarden, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, the list goes on and on. All these people taking their own lives and uh, just doing crazy things even beforehand. But what it is, it's not yet, yes, uh, you know, even an average person, you get involved in drugs and alcohol. Uh, if the drugs and the alcohol specifically doesn't kill you from, you know, eating away your internal organs and, and such, if that doesn't kill you, yeah, a lot of times it, you, because alcohol is, is considered spirits for a reason. Uh, there's, there's a demonic presence involved here, but when you're getting into alcohol, you become an alcoholic, you become a drug addict. There's demonic, there's, there's spirits attached to that. And these spirits are going to try to convince you to take your own life. Uh, so that happens. It doesn't matter if you're rich and famous or, or, or not. That happens, but a lot of times as well in the rich and famous category, uh, they take their own lives. It's because they're they're consumed, and even I would go as far as to say they are possessed by demonic entities. And so it's like it's almost like they have no choice in the matter. When Satan's done with them, so he just wants to throw them away. They're no longer of any value to him or to his fallen kingdom. We, we have touched the previous couple episodes. We spent a few minutes on the, uh, everybody knows Madonna. You don't have to like her. You don't have to uh, have ever listened to her music, you know, bought, bought her albums or anything, but you, you know who Madonna is. She's just always been a part of pop culture uh, since the early 80s. You know, the 80s, she was top of the charts in the 80s, and and she kind of reinvented herself a little bit uh, in the 90s, and she, once again, was on the charts in the 90s, probably not quite as big as she was in the 80s, and but pretty close. Uh, in the 90s, she also went into um, starring in movies, and or even appearing in movies and television shows, but uh, we, we spent some time on her, but I do want to just spend a couple more minutes on Madonna, and then we'll get into everybody else. Uh, 
It was a 2015 Grammy Awards show. Madonna done a performance. It was what one article is uh, calling an Illuminati blood orgy. Uh, it was a, uh, then there was, of course, Madonna's halftime show, a satanic ritual. Uh, according to Lucifer Freemason text, yes, and if people that are involved in the Masonic lodges or any of these little lodges are secret societies, it is all evil, it's all demonic, and I know you'll hear lower level people involved in uh, masonry and all these other secret societies, they will tell you, oh no, it, they, allow, they allow us to worship Jesus, they actually read from the Bible and so on and so forth, but um, a lot of them say that because it's a blatant lie. They have to, because they have to protect, they're not allowed to say anything that goes on in the meetings. They're not allowed to say anything about anything having to do with their secret society. But, and then some of them are just naive and they don't know that much yet. But the deeper you go, the more you learn and the more deceptive it becomes. So, yeah. All these secret societies, Masonic lodges, and all of these is all evil. It's uh, all attached to the Illuminati, and it's all, um, it, it is not for the Christian. And, and it's very sad to see a lot of pastors and deacons and other church leaders that are part of Masonic lodges that tells you that those men are not called of God. They maybe they weren't, they once were, but they traded their walk with God for our walk with Satan. And some church buildings actually host secret society meetings. Um, so, but that that's that could be another podcast for another time. But here we are, Madonna performance. Says according to Lucifer, Lucifer Freemason text, Lucifer is the Lord of Light, and to worship Lucifer, one would wear a black robe like Madonna did, and by her having the entire stadium participate with her in this ritual, by holding up lights to her ritual, she basically did a classic musician performance of casting a spell on her audience and fooling them into satanic worship. And again, uh, in my line of thinking, why do Christians, suppose Christians, why are Christians going to concerts like Madonna, like Beyonce, and like Dolly Parton, and, and so on and so forth? Why are why are they participating? While they buying the albums, while they going to the concerts, while they are watching performances on television, why are they watching the Grammys? Why are they watching Super Bowl halftime shows? Why are they buying the magazines? Why are they keeping up with? Why are they liking the pages and following these artists on social media? That is beyond me, and I'm not talking about your teens and preteens 
I'm talking about adults. Because if the adults are doing it, yes, of course the teens and preteens are doing it because they're not being taught. They're not being showed. Then we have, and this is going to be another because um, I think it was the previous podcast episode we talked about Kanye West and I I knew that that would probably bring a little bit of negative feedback and so far I haven't heard anything but I, I know to a lot of people Kanye West is a touchy subject because many people still believe that he's a Christian and and whatnot even though his actions and his words say a different story we talked about that in the previous episode now Let's talk about the other singer, musician, that fooled a lot of Christians and still does. And this singer, his name is Brian Welch. Uh, He's known as Brian Head Welch, uh, guitarist for the heavy metal grunge band Korn. Um, I had some of their albums back when I was in the world. Um, So I know what the album covers look like. I know what the lyrics say. And I know what the songs are called, the beats to them, all of that. The the feeling you get when you listen to their songs and their their music. Um, For instance, one of their album covers shows a little girl on a swing but her shadow shows her hanging dead from a rope. So it's giving glory to death, giving glory to suicide. That's demonic. In 2005, Welch claims that he found Jesus Christ at a church service in Bakersfield, California, and was led to pray a prayer. Uh, there is a YouTube video of his testimony about this. Um, however, Welch never mentions the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is a Typical red flag alert for false conversions these days, especially in the entertainment industry. Welch, he speaks of receiving Christ and inviting Jesus into his heart, all of which is nothing more than religious gibber, because biblical salvation can only, and I do want to emphasize the word only, be obtained by believing the gospel as taught in Mark 1, 15. And that verse says, repent and believe the gospel. Brian Welch claims that he departed from the band Corn to escape the booze and drugs that ruined his marriage and family. But as, as, as of 2013, Welch is still performing his satanic, with his satanic heavy metal band, Corn. So he's back in, and he has made statements um, because... At first, I was kind of, you know, as I was with Kanye West, I really didn't say anything pro or con about Brian Welch because I wanted to just kind of see what this guy did. Um, some of the stuff he said sounded good and made you know made me made me hope for the best. Hopefully, this guy was now in the straight and narrow, but uh, it turns out that was wrong. Once that came into light. Then I started uh, commenting on this and I I have made people angry in the past by speaking the truth about Brian Welch. 
because people want to, because he has made statements, yeah, I've gone into back to corn, but when we have concerts, this is Brian Welch, I'm not quoting verbatim, I'm just giving you the gist of what he said, I don't have article in front of me, but um, basically what Brian Welch said is, you know, about being back in the band corn, because he said, you know, I've I'm still a Christian. I'm still a follower of Christ. What we do now in the band, he's like, I can witness to my bandmates. I can, um, and and then he said, after our concerts, I do give like altar calls and, and see people getting saved. And I thought, what kind of ridiculous statement is that? Does he really believe people are going to believe that? And yeah, people believe that. People believe so-called Christians believe that Brian Welch can still perform with his demonic heavy metal band, sing those demonic lyrics, playing those demonic tunes, and doing demonic rituals on stage, and then still, they still think he's a Christian because he's supposedly uh given altar calls that's the condition of the American church a lot of us the American church are naive a lot of us in the American church are ignorant and a lot of us in the American church are double minded and a lot of us in the American church we are compromised with the world Instead of transforming the world like we're supposed to be for the gospel's sake, for the kingdom of God's sake, we're letting the world transform us. Um, I don't hate Brian Welch. I don't hate Kanye West. I don't hate any of these people that I'm speaking of. But we need to know the truth of what they represent, their agenda, who they're working for, whose spell they're under, and whose spell they want to cast on you and, more specifically, your children. So as Christian parents, grandparents, Christian leaders, we got to be, we've got to wake up and we've got to be uh, sounding the alarm. Time is getting short. Uh, we go on to the next artist, Shakira. Uh, Shakira attacks God, uh, accusing him of being a malign, hypocritical, selfish thug. That is her words. In 2020, J-Lo and Shakira did a soft porn that's what the world is using, but it was pornography. Um, it was the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, it was dubbed the greatest Latina show. The stage design was similar to the Satanic Temple logo. Uh, J Lo done a stripper ritual dance, and then J Lo also uh, simulated what it what appears well pretty much was masturbation so it was a it was a porn halftime show J-Lo was putting her fingers between her legs and uh, stimulating herself um, parents I, I just see I just envisioned what happened was parents watching the big game the Super Bowl which is always advertised as the biggest 
football game of the year, not just the biggest NFL game, the biggest football game, and not even the biggest football game, the biggest sporting event or spectacle of the year. There's really no, I mean, I think of a lot of other things better than because I quit really caring about the Super Bowl a long time ago. I'll, I'll keep up the scores, but I don't, I definitely don't watch any of the halftime shows. Uh, and I stopped that years ago. We've had, it's every year, every single year. Doesn't matter if it's a rock star, pop star, country star, rap star, R&B star, whatever star singing. Doesn't matter if they're current or if they're from the past. They're doing demonic rituals. They have demonic logos. Uh, they're doing uh, pornography style dance routines. I don't want to see it. And I definitely don't want my kids to see it. Because if, my, if I'm watching it and the kids see it, my kids see it, they think, well, dad has given his approval on this stuff. So that must mean this stuff is okay. I don't want that stuff to enter my house. I don't want to give the devil a gateway to enter my house. So there's that. The next artist is uh, Snoop Dogg in his autobiography entitled The Dog Father. Snoop Dogg writes that the devil came to him to make a deal. Snoop would be rich and famous in exchange for his soul. He accepted the devil's offer by his own words and identifies at that point at which Calvin Brodus, which is his real name, Calvin Brodus died and Snoop Dogg was born. He's made, he made a, I think it was on his first album, goes back in my times of the world I had I think all of his albums up to that point and I believe it was on his first album he and I believe the, the particular song I'm thinking of was called Murder Was the Case and there was kind of like a it was almost like a small or, or you know a miniature movie uh, video shoot of that song and it had, it had this particular event involved in it um So we assumed it was fake. You know, it's just something Snoop Dogg wrote. But in actuality, he was telling the story of what really happened to him, uh, giving his soul over to the devil. Then we have John Lennon, who was uh, very famous. Of course, John Lennon, one of the Beatles. Um, he said, when the real music comes to me, it has nothing to do with to do with uh, with it because he says I'm just a channel it's given to me and I transcribe it like a channel he once referred to himself as a hollow temple in which the spirits would inhabit him to uh, would inhabit him and then leave to be inhabited by another when asked why the Beatles were so successful he said I sold my soul to the devil of course John Lennon is Famously, has, he, he had quoted that the Beatles were going to be bigger than Jesus. Uh, kind of. But anyway, that, that's so many Christian people still will lift up this band, the Beatles. Brian Wilson. This one kind of surprised me when I researched this one. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. 
He says, we were doing witchcraft, trying to make witchcraft music, admitted that he was haunted by voices in his head that would distract and torment him. Uh, Larry uh, Workener claims to have encountered at least five different entities that use Brian Wilson's body as their home. Then we have Easy e the rapper. He revealed his Satanism and how Satan helped move him along in his career. Uh, the next one is Jim Morrison. He was the lead singer of the very famous band, The Doors. Jim Morrison believed he was a sort of shaman, and the spirits used him for his music. His producer, Paul Rothschild, said that the most pivotal part of his life was when the spirit entered him. This is all stated in the book, Break On Through, The Life and Death of Jim Morrison. He said, I met the spirit of music, an appearance of the devil, on a Venice canal. He said, running, I saw Satan. The rapper DMX, uh, not, not been too long ago since he passed away, DMX explains that he sold his soul to the devil and exactly why he did it. He said, I sold my soul to the devil and the price was cheap. He says, Hey, yo, it's cold on this level because it's twice as deep. But you don't hear me. Ignorance is blinding and so on. Sometimes it's better to be taught dumb. Shall I go on? You don't want you don't want no real. What the deal is a mystery. How is it I can live and make history? If you don't see it, then it wasn't meant for you to see. And DMX is one of those rappers that I listened to in the, when I was in the world and yeah he's a lot of his album covers his lyrics uh, it's, promotes violence it promotes Satanism promotes suicide it promotes murder list goes on and on uh, then we have the famous musician singer Tori Amos and her quote is I wanted to marry Lucifer I don't consider Lucifer an evil force. I feel his presence with music. Uh, she didn't really say if it was her music or just music in general, but she says, I feel like he comes and sits on my piano. She even made a song dedicated to Lucifer. So now for the remaining few minutes on today's podcast, I want to talk about one of the more recent things, and I've heard a lot of people's comments on it. Uh, I've never heard of the guy until this particular concert uh, that happened in uh, concert was Astro World. Singer, rapper Travis Scott. Uh, they promoted it as a concert, but what it was was a satanic ritual. It's not really performance art. There's no coincidences. I know a lot of people were, even Christian people were saying, you know, there's a lot of stuff just went on. It's coincidences. He, he didn't know. But I've seen the videos. He knew what was going on. He did, all these things were just on purpose. Um, but it was an obvious, it's just blatant in your face, satanic ritual. Satan does not hide like he did in the 80s and 90s and 70s and 60s and, and so on. He is out and st- Still, people are naive to it. The stage was an inverted cross. It was coming out of what turned out to be a portal to hell. The entrance through his mouth is a symbolic of a sacrifice in hell. There were eight people, around eight people, that died at the concert. Travis sings dead while watching 
lifeless vessels be carried out of the crowd. The show opens with a burning phoenix rising, which is symbolic of the rise of the Antichrist. Travis's shirt and even art has everything to do with portals, demons, eye symbolism, and hell. If you listen to the witnesses, they will tell you they felt pure evil in the, in the crowd. And, and these people, are, they're not saved people, but they will tell you they felt a presence or presences of their evil presence. There's a part in the video when you watch it where he literally manifests a demon and it speaks in a very low voice in another language. You can think what you want to think, but that demon that was speaking through him, all mic'd up and everything, so he can speak into the whole crowd, putting a curse on everybody that was there. That The goal for that night was a sacrifice. It was a Illuminati, satanic, ritual sacrifice. The shirt he was wearing had a man walking through a door and coming out as a demon. So, as parents, we need to be you know, most kids don't have CDs anymore. It's all, everything's digital, but uh, however your kid listens to music, we need to go through that. Their playlist, their song list. If your son or daughter is 16, 17, um, so they have their own car, go through their car, you know, look at, do what you got to do as, as parents. Is it going to make your kid mad? Oh, yeah. It'll make them mad. It'll, um, they may stop talking to you for a day or two or whatever, but um, it's for their own good. It's, it's out of love. And as parents, we have to be nosy. We what, well, That's what our kids say. It's, it's not being nosy. Uh, we're being alert. We'll be on guard. We're, we're looking out. Even to them, if it, to them, it's like we're being nosy. We're trying to be a dictator or what have you but uh, we've got to be on the watch we have to monitor monitor the music the movies the TV shows the things that your kids wear uh, even what kind of jewelry things on their wall posters, pictures, what have you, books that they have and reading, magazines, uh, you know, DVD collection, friends that they hang out with and talk to and spend time with, um, places they go, all that we need to monitor because the devil is on the warpath. He is working hard, extremely hard at not only destroying you, but he wants your children. Whether they're teenager, preteen, even down to toddlers and infants, he's coming after them. We don't have to allow that. We can tell him, no, you can't have me, you can't have my household, you can't have my children, my grandchildren, and pray for your children, pray with your children, watch out for them. Because secular music in Hollywood has an agenda. So if your kids are small, they're watching cartoons, monitor those cartoons because cartoons aren't innocent anymore. Uh, everything that's geared toward kids' shows 
It's not really cartoons. Watch, watch them. Look at the imagery. Listen to the things that are said. The agenda. They're promoting homosexuality. They're pro- promoting pedophilia. Uh, there's satanic imagery, Illuminati imagery. Watch out for that. There's a lot of shows promoting that. Uh, we could even do a whole new podcast on that. Maybe we will in the future. But that's where I stopped. But there, you can re- even research even more artists that we didn't and, and actors and actresses that we didn't even get in contact or touch on in all five of these podcasts. There's movies out there promoting witchcraft, promoting uh, the Illuminati, promoting murder, suicide, promoting pedophilia, promoting homosexuality, and we have to be on the alert now more than ever. This is the end of episode five in this series of the dangers of secular music and Hollywood. Uh, You can, however you listen to podcasts, whether it's on Spotify, uh, whether it's on iHeartRadio, whether it's on Apple, uh, whether it's on Anchor, whatever, however you listen to podcasts, I thank you for listening to the Kingdom Flow podcast. And you can always go back and listen to any of the episodes in this series or any other episodes that we have covered in the couple of years that we've been doing the Kingdom Flow podcast. And you can always send me feedback of any kind. Uh, my email is pastorbriancrisp at gmail.com. And until the next episode of Kingdom Flow podcast, may the Lord bless and keep you. <laughs>